0: And welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. Jess, Craig and Andy here to talk new releases, what we've been playing, the latest news and we review a gaming-ish movie. Um, If you enjoy our content then please do make sure you follow us, subscribe to the podcast and give us a wee review to help boost us on the numbers. Um, I'll keep my intro brief as Craig is drowning in games and we've got a lot to get through and we don't want a two and a half hour epic again so what's been happening this week we've got our Chris- is that
1: what we done last week
0: the playstation Ch- podcast was two and a half hours long
1: ah it's just Jess having a sly dig <laughs> right got
2: you did they ramble on
0: they did a wee bit yes.
2: fuck's <laughs> sake edit yourself it in. was good
0: content has to be said but yes it was lengthy Um
1: <laughs> what's been happening
0: we put our christmas you up obviously
1: oh, it is gosh. officially christmas at hq Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: (laughs) Mr. Scratch over here.
2: I'm going to put mine up this year. I'm going to put mine up. I should fucking think so. (laughs) When is the appropriate time? And don't give me a pish. The 19th of November. No, don't give me a pish.
0: I would say generally anything from the 1st of December is socially acceptable. But us earlies are... We just yeah. love the joy. We yeah. love the we love the love Christmas joy. The Christmas so why joy. not bring it
2: to us earlier? Like wh- why not? I think I might I might wait until like a weekend to December. Something like that. Or I might wait until <laughs> I see people other people doing it.
0: Other people have done it.
2: There's multiple people on our street. In my street though. Right. Or do I be the first one? Okay. Or do I be that guy? So <laughs> I get
1: talked about. It's <laughs> that fucking Christmas yeah. guy.
2: So, no. I do enough I've still got a fucking tree. Oh, fuck no, it's all sorted out. I'll get
1: into <sighs> the fields. Get a wee acorn tree. That'll be This whole thing really upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> We've only erected two trees so far.
2: And that one in there's like a wee anech- anorexic tree. <laughs> it's fucking...
0: It's a slim, because that the location I wanted it is not very spacious. So, got you, got you. Just for the slim There's a tree for all occasions
2: there then, there apparently. A, yeah. right.
1: And then we went heavy on the lights, the ambient lights. i seen that, yeah. yeah. You really have. Sometimes I just go through and just sit through there, because it's very festive.
2: Mm-hmm. This is a nice tree, though, to be fair.
0: Thanks. Um, Some what,
2: nice quality baubles on this one.
0: Yep, yeah, got a new one. Our first Christmas as Mr and Mrs.
1: Yeah, we do, oh. actually, we do actually have a load of decorations on there that have meaning.
2: Yeah, like we individual ones mm-hmm. get,
1: yeah. a that were bought at certain times. That's
0: pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Not as good
2: as us, though. So. <laughs> Not as good as us. We're the best. We're the originators.
1: <laughs> My tree would square go Edwin's tree. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll send you a picture of mine when right. it's done. i will sure it all, uh, rival yours.
1: Uh, oh, what, right. what a fucking. Christmas Eve treat that will be when he finally gets up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it meant that uh, we got it up. It was originally going to be Sunday, but I managed to talk Mm. Jess down to Saturday. Right. And so we've watched Home Alone two on Saturday, then we did Die Hard on Sunday. Mm. Had to take a break, obviously Monday to watch uh, our Uh, gaming review. Yep. Uh, And then I watched. Well, I watched Home Alone three earlier today.
2: Yeah, back in morning that was what was in. Yeah, that was the
1: second run of it.
2: <laughs> oh, does just
0: puts things on and repeat in the background? Oh man,
2: yeah. Test the season.
1: Test the season.
0: Yes.
2: Why don't you just get one of those like wee projectors that go in the wall, and just like every wall you can have various Christmas films going at the one time, just for the the vibe. It's not a bad idea. It's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. What kind of stuff do Greg's do for Christmas? What's their uh, Christmas menu? Well,
1: they What'd... start doing salted caramel lattes.
2: So, do they? Mm-hmm. Do they not do that all the time?
1: No? We've fucking been through this. Remember I had an argument with the guy? Oh, oh that's right. When oh. I went in asked for one of these lattes, it's not Christmas anymore, mate. And oh. I was like, this is very salted caramel. Like, That guy's been sacked. <laughs> right? We don't need to talk about him anymore. Don't him. Stop trying to work me up. <laughs> when
2: was the last time you'd done your cream egg trick?
1: It's been a while. Is it? I've been well-behaved. I've been pretty well-behaved recently. (laughs) but Keeping yourself in check. (laughs) Aye. Not that this is going to be any fucking use to you, but uh, I was talking on the Discord yesterday about McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Mm See, they're currently doing, I mean, again, you won't know this, but they they cycle in different types of cheese accompaniments, right? Mm. And the ones they're doing just now are chili cheese bites. Right. They're all right. They're not bad. It's an improved recipe as well. So they have got better, but. Two things I hate:
2: mm-hmm. but
1: cheese. <laughs> but they have. They usually do a festive bite and it's phenomenal, right? But apparently. But it's got cheese in it. Ah, a festive cheese bite. Right, okay. But they're not doing them this year. Oh.
2: Ah.
1: But they are, as of I think tomorrow, moving to the small. Uh, what are they? I can't remember, the, you know, the small round bites they do.
0: You look at me as if I frequent McDonald's and know this information, I do not.
1: You go to McDonald's when I go to McDonald's, stop trying to act no, I don't. like you're some sort of fucking health you queen. You
0: get extra wee ones in there that I don't know
1: about. <laughs> he sneaks in with side orders. <laughs> well, I will be over the
2: next month. He's like, he, you, he gets the bag and then he goes, oh, they must have chucked these in by
1: mistake. hmm I've lost the receipt. Are they
0: like, cranberry ones or like... Bree and Cranberry or something like that, no? that's that festive.
1: Sense, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying, they're not doing the festive ones. Um, do they do like a Christmas burger? Do they? I don't know.
2: Like a turkey burger or something <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think
0: they do. But do you know who they have partnered with for a, yeah. a new collab?
1: Cheese melt dippers, that's what they're doing, and they're good. Okay. What are they doing?
0: Uh, my favourite, Crocs. You can Crocs get, you can
2: get oh. McDonald's Crocs I, oh no. why are the why are people because right, there's Greggs you seen the Greggs
0: yep clothing mm-hmm.
2: wear yep. yes and I seen a guy in Asda the other night wearing the Greggs trousers I'm like unless you work in Greggs that is not acceptable why are you walking about with fucking Greggs on you I don't understand this yeah. no.
1: why would you want to walk about is that if you're an employee of somewhere you're not I don't understand it's really bad I remember when Primark. no is it Pre Mark? Yeah, when pre- when they started doing that clothing, mm-hmm. my wee cousin works there, and she was like, "The stuff's flying off the shelves." Yeah, that, that's. Like, they, were, they were like well. selling out. It's, all of it's novelty. It's
0: novelty, yeah. but yeah, you're probably uh, you're probably not going to strut about. The
2: no, street
1: no. Street no. I think that like, the one place they that... had one that said "Mine's a salt, salted caramel latte." <laughs> <laughs> or you two that cream idea. eggs, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. But we've got that t shirt. <laughs>
0: Oh. When I was looking up Home Alone It says
1: excellent on it it's, got a <laughs> it's in the shop 60% oh, okay. off at the moment actually
0: on Redbubble so. Oh there you go Get yourself an your excellent t-shirt boom, boom. Oh, there you go. Um, I, When I was looking up Home Alone merchandise because we were looking for a Kevin McAllister pop figure but they, hmm. do, they do do one but it's rubbish um, but there was an Adidas collab there's a pair of trainers
1: Home Alone Adid- ones?
0: Yeah but I think they were like a while back, and so not available. Uh, or so what's left now is
1: collector's items. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hmm. But yeah, lots of collabs happening. M and M's going on Fortnite. As with oh, for Lewis God Hamilton, sake. he's also done a wee thing. Yeah.
1: Mental. You may as well, but I mean, like, see if Fortnite comes along, they're gonna pay you massive amounts of money, yeah. and you're like, right, okay, some what a downloadable aye, fine.
2: I know you may as well just fucking say yes to do it. I have, do I have to do anything No, we'll, we'll make this good. There's probably right. no downside to it, really, when you think about it. No. No, no, no. There's no backlash for fucking having a Fortnite skin. All you're going to do is just make some money from it. Yeah. Might as well. I don't think anybody's going to be hitting us up. You know what I mean? The Pure Dead team.
1: Hey. Select. Our, our run is young. You never know. <laughs> right. We can get our own season. <laughs> hey, maybe. Speaking oh. of Speaking of things that might be coming, there's rumours... Now, they are just rumours, but there's rumours that Master League for eFootball has gone gold.
2: Oh, finally, it's happening to me.
1: Unfortunately, it does seem like this has came from a YouTuber who is not particularly well-known. I think he's got about 20,000 subscribers. How did he get info? did he just well, made this up? The, well, so the stuff that I've seen on it, it seems to have originated from this guy and he's claiming to have inside information. But, right. be, I mean, anybody can get 20,000 subscribers. That doesn't necessarily... Do you know what I mean? It just seems a bit yeah. strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I think he's... I'm not sure what nationality he is, but he's not a native English speaker. So people are getting mm-hmm. this by translating what he said. And that sometimes doesn't work great mm. either. Yeah, it could be anything. But aye, he's claiming that Master League has gone gold and it is coming soon. And that also... I'm not sure if it was the same guy or someone else but there's also a rumor that there's a new mode coming called my league and you'll essentially play against a computer in a league and depending on where you come you'll get different prizes to go towards dream team which is their f- mm. fucking ultimate team yeah. equivalent and that that's coming in december but
2: um, did you play that at all the dream team thing yeah. i
1: played it a little bit not online though you can play it offline but mm-hmm. I was just like oh, I mean what am I doing with this where am I going with nowhere. Yeah. Most, most frustratingly actually out of all this I was reading a, a few different bits I watched a YouTube video as well that was sort of breaking down like the sort of things that were pointing towards this stuff coming and they also said they were like now obviously like all the teams technically are in the game they're just not accessible. I'm like wait what? And then they went on oh. and they said that I for a while now that all the teams have been in the back end of the game mm-hmm. But Konami just haven't made them available To play as or download Or That's weird So like when you download the package All the leagues are there mm-hmm. But they just aren't front facing I'm like what's the fucking point It must be something to do with They haven't renewed the licensing Or something you would think but so? yeah. It's fucking torture man yeah. Torture Another bit of frustrating gaming news as well Was VGC the thing today Did you ever play the Simpsons hit and run game no. Back in the day I just want to annoy you as much then but uh, apparently the team that made it had already started work on a sequel and they were also going to make like a sort of medieval style Simpsons game Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the plug just got pulled and EA got the license and they had to just fucking cancel it all
2: a medieval Simpsons game? what the fuck? that's not two things you would think put together have they had a medieval episode or something?
1: I mean there probably was stuff like that in the Treehouse of Horror episodes by, it was just supposed to be sort of like a different style. It's, do you still watch The Simpsons? No. When was I the mean, last
2: I'll, time you when was the last time you watched The Simpsons? Well,
1: Jess doesn't like The Simpsons, so I, I, good.
2: I don't either, Jess. I get
0: shite when I was what four or five years old as we I hate it.
2: Recently. I don't think it's funny at all. Yeah.
1: The old episodes I think are good. The new stuff's not.
2: I've never really found it very funny. No, no I I really don't good. think it's very funny.
1: Mm-hmm. It's amazing that it's Family is going- funny. family guy is again it's not very funny anymore though family guy isn't no well any sort of recent episodes i've seen have not been great
2: Mm.
1: i was actually the other day on twitter i was posting you know that clip with the home alone the home alone clip from Have you ever seen that no no i think so there's an episode of family guy where they're watching tv and it cuts to here's home alone with competent roberts you've not seen it no no i'll show you after it's really funny
2: (laughs) I, I don't think you can get better than South Park. South Park, I need to start watching that again, but like South Park's brilliant. The most, like, recent,
1: the most recent episode joining the Pandaverse was
2: Oh, I like see that, because yeah. I've seen clips of it and it looks funny as
1: fuck. Aye, it's, it calls a lot of people yeah. out. But of I venture. like South
2: Park because they do that, it's like they do everything 360. They'll not just get their views, obviously, and they'll like. Like comment stuff from just sometimes they kind of look at it from the other perspective yeah, as well. But yeah. Jank's quite it's good. It's so cleverly written. It's really as is yeah. brilliant, isn't it?
1: Yeah. On the face of it, as it like you would walk in and look at it and go, "Fuck is this cotton pish? But yeah, but like under the,
2: the context underneath it, aye, yeah,
1: and the pl- political statements and stuff like that, they make are really good. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, we got a write in from Link. I believe that is the name. Um Says... says The 25th anniversary of Ocarina of Time, released today, which is the 21st of 11th. The goat surely deserves a mention. Water Temple will forever be a bastard. With the news this week that Last of Us 2 getting a remaster, I can think of no title that deserves one more time. One more Ocarina of Time would print money for Nintendo, which is obviously why they won't do.
1: They have put out a couple of re releases, like obviously not a proper remaster, but it's like it's, it's, this is, I mean, you, I know you haven't played it, Jess, you've Mm -hmm. only played the New Zelda's. I never played Ocarina of Time because I I, I never had an N64 at the time. I did back in the day. But I mean, it's one of the highest regarded games ever. Well, I remember enjoying it back then,
2: definitely, but I don't think I could fucking play it now. Well, if they made a if they remade it, you would. Properly remade
1: it. Aye. I mean, it would be good. It is a good game. Yeah, twenty-five years, man. That shit like this just makes me feel old. Because oh <laughs> although I never played it, I remember it coming out and I was not a baby.
2: Yes, yeah, mental actually.
0: Okay, let's take a look at what's coming out this week, then. Worldless. So this comes out on November twenty first for Xbox PlayStation Switch and PC. It comes in about fifteen ninety-nine, depending where you get it from. Um it's a 2D Active turn-based platformer, and you will have to explore intricate and interconnected areas full of secrets and mysteries to uncover a plethora of abilities like dashing and wall jump. So I did play the demo of this during Idea Xbox. Um it's one of these ones where it's like a story told without words, text, or cutscenes, you've got this world to explore. Your character is
1: sparm. <laughs> Spam- that's actually a really good way of putting it because yeah. it does look like a bit of spunk.
0: It's kind of Rayman-esque in that it's like hands and feet aren't connected, and then it's like
1: yeah. Rayman. What a fucking game that was! <laughs> Get that back.
0: That's pish. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I guess like trying to work out what's going on in these kind of games is like part of the intrigue and the the fun. Um, but I think what makes this one unique is it's like got rhythmic turn-based battling in it. Mm. Um, I find it quite difficult because that's not a genre. Um into Mm -hmm. Um, but I think you by all accounts getting pretty good reviews so far it did get delayed a little bit we spoke Um, about it before
1: it was supposed to come out on a certain week that we talked about it but then it got delayed at the last minute
0: yeah Um, but yeah a couple of reviews here Nintendo Life gave 8 out of 10 they said worldless attempts to differentiate. Differentiate itself from its peers by adding a satisfying turn-based combat to the usual metroidvania loop. It largely succeeds helped by an intoxicating art style and varied puzzle mechanics. Some difficulty spikes interrupt the flow and knock the dreamlike exploration off balance but you'll feel compelled to overcome them. IGN Spain uh, gave it a 9 out of 10. They said, Worldless seamlessly combines turn based and real time combat to create a challenging and very satisfying experience. A mixture of genres where, although there is a star ingredient, everything feels really good. So. Yeah, it looks yeah. pretty cool.
2: But even though it's just like a couple of dots, like your mind fills in the blanks. You know what I mean? From the, the way it's like moving in certain yeah, positions, you, like you're filling in what's not there.
0: Yeah, you've got a sword and a bow and arrow, obviously, to. For combat. Um... Yeah, so I suppose if that's if you're into that genre, then definitely one to check out. Yep. Jurassic Park, Craig. Classic Games Collection is coming out on November 22nd on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch and PC. So this Carbon Engine release not only includes a lineup of classic titles, but also adds new features, including save states for each game, new in-game maps and various quality of life fixes that bring these games into the modern era of gaming. As modern as dinosaurs can be in this world. That's
1: true. That's true. I remember, I think it's the NES one that I played an awful lot of. Like some of these ones, we're watching the trailer just now, and there's a few that are clearly from maybe like, I don't know if they're from the Game Boy or something like that, but the NES game I played a lot of. And as soon as I see it pop up, like it's very nostalgic. I'm. I'd be interested in checking out at some point. I mean, it's not something like we've got so many games. Just now, it's not something I'm going to necessarily go out of my way to get at the moment. But I'd, I'd check it out at some point, just because. I I think it's it's cool going back to these things every so often. I remember that one. Yeah, that's the exact one that. I mean, this doesn't help in an audio podcast, but it's no, it's that one. SNES one,
2: no? Is that no one? SNES is one? it the sneaz one? I, I don't. So I don't
1: remember this side scroller one. But no. uh, I I do remember the sort of talk. Quite a lost Jurassic Park games? I that I fucking hope so. It's not enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: when is it? When was the last one that came out? Then last Jurassic Park. Yeah. 2022? Game. Oh, game. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution two. The Park Builder. <laughs> I love how you know. It all. Aye. Speaking of Jurassic Park, by the way, uh, we should give a shout out. To friend of the show Jim, who has started a new uh, film podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called Cast a Role, uh, where they recast famous films, and the first episode was Jurassic Park, and it was good. And the fucking... Who did
2: they choose? Do you remember?
0: You have to listen to find out, Andy. If oh.
1: a good point. I, I'll give you one. The, uh, and the, it was one that I thought would actually be quite interesting. Hugh Jackman in place of Alan Grant. Alan Grant. Or, like,
2: in place of Sam Neill. Uh, Sam Neill, sorry, aye. Uh, Alan Grant's character names, I Aye. Ah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, Hugh Jackman.
1: I could see that one. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, definitely check out his podcast. Give him a, sub- a, a like and a subscribe. Cast a roll. Cast a roll.
0: Cetris. Now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds an awful lot like Tetris. And you wouldn't be mistaken. Um, so coming November 22nd on Switch, PlayStation and Xbox this is already on PC for £1.86. Uh, Cetris is a block arranging puzzle game, where players fit various shapes into empty squares on the puzzle board and fill an empty square to clear the stage.
2: I thought you said Sextrus.
1: It does. It does sound like that when you oh, say it. Yeah. The fuck, I, 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 like soon
2: tundra, and was heavily disappointed, and I've never seen different sexual body shapes like Scissor Sisters going whoop right into. I
0: mean, you could imagine these as like positions maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you could. could. You could step up a if you want. Fucking <laughs>
1: dirty pervert. You could just. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, people.
0: <laughs> um, so, Can't yeah.
1: even play Tetris. Uh, yeah, I mean this is obviously pretty much like a shitty platinum but uh, I don't know, there was something about it like it, it sort of combines a love for Tetris and the Resident Evil inventory minigame oh fuck I <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that pitch I don't want to play a
2: game and have to work out where I'm putting my fucking gun and my health pack,
1: just just put it in the bag. See, I've been I've been doing a lot of that this week because we'll get to it. But I've been back on dredge, oh, and gosh. you have to like fucking fit in all the fish. Fuck me, man! That's fucking I, see, dredge I find game. that really, I find it really good. There was actually a game we spoke about. It was maybe a year ago called Save Room, and the entire game was just that inventory management. Oh fuck that! No, I just,
2: yeah. to, I just want to put it in the bag. And then imaginary be able to take out massive objects, <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That shouldn't be able to fit in the wee bag you've got, <laughs> or in your back pocket in some games. You know what I mean? They're just committing over there.
1: Aye,
2: but I don't want like to work out until how you the get weight in goes there. over
1: until the weight goes over three hundred, and then you start moving really slow. Yeah, for, I knew it's too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> that fucking pack of fags I picked up—that's done me. Fucking. Get, I- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, that <laughs> candelier. I was just like that was too much. You know what I mean? Like the fucking gaming logic is absolutely daft sometimes, isn't it? Uh, it's good stuff. Um,
1: but yeah, uh, I, I did look it up. You have to complete the first. What the f- fuck's a candelier? A chandelier, I think is what you meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> a
2: can-
1: <laughs> I was like, is a candelier not something? I was just going to let it go, but he's fucking no, but, uh, killed himself it- up. A candelier? It's not a thing. <laughs> you can Stop look, look, you, and you not can not look it up Google all you want to try and save face, but it's not going to happen.
2: Candelier?
1: Nah. <laughs> I just didn't finish the sentence, Nah. Candelier, come on. I'm pretty sure your phone has auto corrected it.
2: I'm not getting a signal. All
1: oh, right. Oh, that's fucking convenient, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a thing, but I'm not <laughs> getting a signal.
0: To be fair, if you go to images. <gasps> There is.
2: Ha, ha. Eat my words you funny. Candelia. Fuck's sake. There you go. Candelia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to be fair to you, that's not what I meant. That's and not what I meant. The fact head. that you had to look it up to see if it was real or not. Yeah. Undermined yourself. There you go. Learn
2: something. I mean you every learn day. some
1: yes, I think people learn on this podcast. Aye. That's why they're here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, If you are a fan of Trains, I have not one but two games for you. So Train Valley 2 Community Edition comes out November 23rd on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch and PC. So you can drive forward the industrial revolution in this Train Tycoon micromanagement game.
1: What fucking brainiac thought it was a good idea to bring out two train management sim games in one week? (laughs) It could be argued that two in a year is too much. much. Yeah, well
0: and it's not as even if they're polar opposites because the other one is train traffic manager so in this one you have to juggle a multitude of trains as they navigate and trick webs of tracks, switches and signals that's coming out November 24th on Switch and Xbox
1: it's baffling to me that they think they can come out in the same week there has to be a limited audience for this yeah train
2: line I don't know. There's, There's something about these three types of games though that's quite
1: satisfying. It's, it probably is a not bad game, and see the art style. It's actually quite cool. But I mean, d- d- why is there two of them? <laughs> 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 Do they not know each other's number, and they could just go, right? Well, we toss for it. Who's releasing this week? Right. And well, then the other one fucking join forces. The other one just goes away for the one. But folk love trains. There's folk out there that love trains. They do that. So. Fair play them. If you've, if you've got the time. Aye.
0: I'm sure they're all first class individuals.
1: Wow. Fortunes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Another little game we have on our list is called Trash is Fun. So this comes out November 24th on Xbox and PC. It's 59 pence on Steam, might I add. Um, so that probably says quite... A lot about it mm-hmm. in itself, um, but it says it offers fun, exciting graphics combining a harsh post-apocalypse theme with bright and sti- with a bright, stylized style. That's weird wording. I don't know.
1: You having a go, at Alexi?
0: Who's Alexi? My
1: friend Alexi sent us this game. <laughs> every, every time <laughs> uh, the studio brings a game out, uh, they send me it, and <laughs> there's always like two or three like. Uh, sort of key takeaways from it, and one of them is always easy achievements, mm. which I appreciate highly. Yeah. Uh, the problem being, I, I would have, I would have said more about this, but I haven't played it yet, and the reason I haven't played it yet is because there's a strict embargo until the twenty fourth, and we release on the twenty third, and yeah. I would, not, I would not want to throw away that relationship. No, you don't want
2: tamper the relationship with Alexi.
0: I do like the premise though, it says after the apocalypse due to global warming the characters realised that in order to survive they would have to gather a team and recycle garbage Hmm. Um, but I'm not sure if you're aware of this Craig, but it is a cooperative game (laughs) Um, because you need your friends to go on your eco-friendly adventure
1: Right, well that's doable because they did send us an Xbox and a PC code Okay. And you can get achievements on PC as well. So we'll just team up and we'll get the 2000G. Sure. Winning. Teamwork, that's the name of the game.
2: And I want to play the game with you. 2000G, yeah? Fucking what a time. Easy. Christmas has come early. (laughs)
0: arc survival ascended so we spoke about this game last week as it was meant to release on the 14th of november but then they delayed it like the day before it was meant to come out saying that it would come later this week and then that was like after the console versions had already been delayed but as of november 21st the xbox series x slash x versions are now out oh it's came out yes But the PS5 version has been delayed further. As per the previous reasoning, they've cited certification being an issue. They said early December, if you are indeed interested in this game on the PlayStation. Are we interested? Not sure.
1: Well, that's the thing. So I didn't pull up the trailer for us this time because we've watched it the last two fucking weeks. Yeah, remember that. We watched it when it was meant to come out two weeks ago and then we watched it last week because it did They come out and it was in the news that did they come out. So... I don't need to see it again It mm-hmm. looks good Apparently runs like shit oh. I assume the fact that it got delayed And now it's come out It probably still doesn't run great But we'll we'll no doubt talk about it next week When it's a shambles mm-hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, that's your lot for our games this week um, Now, this week does also include Black Friday Yes So, uh, you know There are lots of deals out there But it's only a deal if you're planning on buying it anyway
1: That's true you know, Otherwise, it's just unnecessary spending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: a good point. Um, but Craig has found what he thinks is a goodie.
1: Yeah, we haven't done a deal of the week for a while. I'm pretty sure this has been one in the past, but I saw that the Bioshock collection was back on sale. It's eight ninety nine on PlayStation and seven ninety nine on Xbox digitally, mm-hmm. and that's you getting Bioshock 1, 2 and Infinite. so that's I mean, not bad. Aye, you're getting three cracking games for under a tenner. Well you're getting two cracking games and then Infinite. See the thing is most people would say that Infinite's the second best one. Mm. I wasn't as big a fan of Infinite either. I didn't, nah, really, I didn't like it as much. I didn't like the Rails. Nah. What did they call them again? The sky Rails. Fuck noise Like it was fun at first, but I was like oh, I just want to be back in the world from the first out. Yep.
2: Yeah. You just missed the world.
1: Yeah. I missed Rapture. I didn't think what was that what place in the sky called?
2: Alexandra or something like that. Car. Alexandria. I think it was something like that.
1: Yeah, I just didn't think it was as cool. Nah.
0: Okay, moving on now to what we have been playing in the last week.
1: You wanna go first, Andy?
2: Uh just Dead Space. You said, um, ah, you
1: said you're nearly finished.
2: Yeah I'm just at the end again and it's like it's weird because like I didn't play that no, how long ago was it I played the 360 version I, I think that it was the ago.
1: beginning of this year right or end of last year it was about a year ago I think
2: not long and it doesn't feel as if I've like not long played it you know what mm. I mean it's like not like I'm playing it not thinking oh, I've no long played this like I'm playing it and really enjoying it yeah because I just think the gameplay mechanic with the limbs shooting off the limbs and that it's just like a lot of fun
1: it doesn't get
2: old. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really get too old, to be honest with you. And I like I like the game so well paced. You know what I mean? Like it's so well paced, like the difficulty curve and like planting all the wee upgrades along the way. It just, you don't, you kind of get too overpowered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just a fucking awesome game. And the, the, this one's got added wee bits, like a couple of wee side stories. And you can go back... And like unlock the rooms like Metroid Prime, pride like Metroid Prime style, where mm-hmm. you have to get a certain level of key card to go back and open certain doors, and you get like different power nodes and all that kind of shit. It's just fucking good. It's a really good
1: game. Uh, I think see, I think there'll be a lot of people in your boat as well because it's just obviously came to Game Pass and it's on EA play for PlayStation. So there'll be a lot of people that maybe didn't pick it up in January that are now playing it, and uh, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, really good game.
2: Well, I just started it because I was like, I just finished that. Just uh, all finished that, and I was like, "I've got quite a few games downloaded," and I was like, "Well, I check." And I went, "I'll just check, see what this looks like." Mm-hmm. But that was me. Aye, as soon as I started it, it I, was, I was literally just like, I'm, "I'm interested to see how good it looks." But as soon as I started, that was me. I was in. I mean, I was into. I was into the game. Yeah, that, Before that. I realised that it was, I played the first chapter, and I was like, "Oh, well, just play this thing." <laughs> that has
1: also happened to me so, this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Jess?
0: Yeah so we have continued on a little bit more with Alan week 2. Um I, I don't even know where to start. Like <laughs>
1: it's a difficult game to talk about without any sort of spoils because it is so story heavy. Yeah. But it's fucking cracking. Yeah, it's I mean, really it, good.
0: If, like fans of Remedy will know that like it is all about the narrative. It's structured in like a chapter like format which I really like given that you know it's Alan Wake's a writer, so mm. you know I, I think that's a nice, kind yeah, of tie-in. Um, and I suppose from someone who typically shies away from like horror games, like the, I don't know, this game has just managed to capture my interest in such a way that, that I don't know, I probably didn't expect. Um, and I do think it's very much like a nightmarish experience. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, definitely, yeah. I don't know, like you feel like you're playing a dream or nightmare, and. It, the game's ability to make you feel like you're actually part of that story and you're unravelling this mystery as a detective as well is just so clever. Um, obviously, it's linear by design and it focuses on that story progression rather than like an open world. It's
1: so intricately done, though. Aye.
0: Yeah, I just it's such a carefully curated narrative experience. Hmm. Um, it's gripping, you know, the occasional jump scares have caught us off guard a few times. And I think that during like scene transitions that kind of how it goes from the kind of cinematics to the gameplay, it's just, it's just so well done. Um, I think if you really want to optimize your experience as well, you know, Put yourself in a dark room, stick your surround sound headphones on, Aye. and really immerse yourself. Like mm. we're also playing it together, so we've not done that. But
1: you would shite yourself. Uh-huh, yeah. it's properly the atmosphere's off the chain.
0: But yeah, do mm, that, and cool. I think you would take it to a whole other level. So yeah, I just it's no surprise that it's up for so many Game of the Year nominations, at least in terms of like that narrative. Um, and yeah, I suppose for fans of Remedy and newcomers like me, it's it's definitely worth picking up.
1: Yeah. Since our last episode, we've got a written review on the website. Couchy did one, uh, really well written review as well. I'm not going to bury the lead here. Go and read it, but he did give it a ten out of ten. Uh, oh, it's it's so good. Like the gameplay you,
2: is good. Then aye, yeah. it, everything about it. It's
1: hmm. it's weird. Like it's it's easily like Naughty Dog level of detail like when you're going about and just like the little animation touches. and it's, Yeah, it does look immense. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. It really is.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of our listeners are knitters.
1: <laughs> Unlikely. A
0: right.
2: Any seamstresses out there?
0: Yeah. If you are, hit me up. Um, and I'll send you a link because the Alan developer has actually shared the knitting pattern for Saga Anderson's like Nordic jumper that she wears, oh, so if you uh-huh. want to make your own version of that, you can dude. Just
1: fucking put it in the remedy shop and be done with <laughs>
0: Fuck's know, sake. That's
1: a weird thing to come out with Who's got time for that? Not in this economy. <laughs> That's
0: fucking Yeah, but it'd be strange. cheaper to make your own than buy it.
1: I don't know that it would. <laughs> nah. <laughs>
0: Depends how good a there you are, but yeah.
1: yeah. There's a fucking time cost analysis going on there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if someone wants to make me the jumper, then yeah, I'll, I'll take one. Um, I've also been playing, and now completed, Murder on the Orient Express. So I have spoken about this the past few weeks have indeed now solved the murder, which one would well one would hope would be the conclusion.
1: Yeah, I would hope that was how the game ended.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Um yeah, so I spoke before, like it is a modernised and revisited version of the classic story, but I don't it still feels aged. Like he's got a mobile phone, he's got a laptop and stuff like that, but it's still like the train setting still looks pretty much nineteen twenties, thirties, with the style they've gone for. Like the characters are quite Old looking as well.
1: Do you think that's they've done it on purpose? Like they've, they've I mean, sort maybe
0: of... like uh, uh, yeah, because they've they've obviously tried to take the source material and m- modernise it, but not so. You know, it's set in December twenty twenty three, but it yeah, there are aspects
1: that I'm. he a... mean, his moustache alone. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's
2: fucking <like> a throwback, <laughs> isn't it?
1: You'd um, certainly get fucking pulled aside as a potential paedophile if you had that in real life. I mean... you wouldn't be getting away with that no way one question for you just before you get further into it so I remember when this game was due to release and I posted I think on Twitter or X a trailer for it and one of the responses I got was uh, I think I'd put in it that it was there was like some new content and the, someone had responded saying they better have fucking changed it up a lot because I don't think it, at this point I don't think there's anyone that doesn't know the story of Mother Norian Express and I was thinking, I don't I've never read anything about it, I've never watched the film. So like, do you know the original story?
0: Not to the finer detail. Right. So I'm just can... wondering like
1: how much has changed? is it the same? It's the
0: same premise and the same plot. Like the the reason I've I've kept going with it is for the story. Like it's an Agatha Christie novel that mm-hmm. it's based on, you know, it's a good whodunit story. Um, the voice acting I thought was good limp sinking, not so much mm. um,
1: common theme these weeks
0: Yeah, the game introduces Joanna Locks she sees an American detective who you're able to play as Like flashback chapters um, and I, I quite liked when I was her to be honest right. not so much Poirot just because I just didn't vibe with him mm-hmm. he just annoyed me quite a lot
1: was and, it the rape tash?
0: I mean <laughs> I, I, yeah did it trigger I, you? <laughs> He just—I don't know. Like I think the character does have that element of being a bit of a what's the word? Twat. No, like he is quite arrogant. You know, I'm—I'm the greatest detective. Yeah. Um, but there was quite a lot of that and even like when you're doing some of the little puzzles and if I was getting it wrong, like when you eventually get it right, he's like, aha, I knew I was, you know, when you're like,
1: <laughs> And he, he must come across as such a knob because he's crazy. I, I get that I'm like, I something. just
0: tried every answer to get the right one and you're still bigging yourself up like that was some sort of great spectacle. Yeah.
2: Um, Oh, you're doing, like, process elimination uh-huh. when he's hitting he's amazing. Yeah,
0: just these <laughs> wee comments that he kept coming out with. Yeah, I know
2: it would be the last one we selected. <laughs> it's almost like a spoof
0: film. Um, the, you know, and the, the puzzle element in, like, I don't know, solving abilities wasn't too difficult, but there was lots of, like I say, pattern on the back and then lots of unnecessaries, I thought. Like, so there was one little puzzle. Um, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago there was one where you had to, like, get the ingredients for a recipe to help hmm. somebody out and then there was another one where there was like a stack of three boxes and you had to move them from one side of the room to the other side of the room but like the smallest one couldn't go on top of a, or oh, like a, one bigger, of a bigger one couldn't go on top of a smaller yeah, one and, was, fuck that. and i'm like what's the po- why am i doing this like i feel like they could have <laughs> condensed the experience but still made it good but you know without all that filler but that's a silly
2: puzzle really
1: yeah. isn't it? i just That to me strikes of we need to pad this out a bit. Because literally you would just chuck those
2: fucking things to the other side of the room. And that's
0: what I felt when I was playing it and obviously like elements when you're on the train like you have to go from one side of the train to the other and I felt like I was doing that quite a lot and there was no Mm. run fast but well there was a run fast but at certain points but like when you were walking along the train, obviously you you wouldn't really be running about the train so maybe that's why they didn't include it and it's Mm, not like it was it would take up a huge amount of time but i was just like all right come on um and towards the end i did have to look up a guide because there was one you go to venice and there was one riddle there that i just i don't know it was not clear um and i kept like that bit was like kind of more of an open setting and i mean i was playing on ps4 and it was struggling and I kept bumping into NPCs, like the frame rate kept dipping. So there there was quite a lot of performance issues and there was also a bit where when I was walking around this Venice bit there was a like a dead body lying on the on the ground mm-hmm. and I was like what what's going on? And I was trying to interact with it, and nothing was happening. So I just sort of ignored it and proceeded. Yeah. And then I realised no, he wasn't supposed to be there at that time. Oh, the murder sake. hadn't actually occurred yet in the story, but his body was just somehow lying there. Oh, and was, oh no! no. What like, the fuck? Okay. So yeah, there was a few performance issues, and you know, it. it I think playing this game in conjunction with Alan Wake Two. Oh, like, that
2: makes it stand out even uh-huh. more. Yeah. Because
0: even like the parts where you're you've got your kind of mind map, like it was like a graphical screen, whereas mm-hmm. in Alan Wake Two you're actually in a room and you've got a board on mm-hmm. the wall, so you know, it you know, it, it certainly Chocolate Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it made my experience not as great because of that.
1: I can imagine. It's it's not they're not two ideal games to be playing at the same time, I wouldn't say no. for Prado's sake
0: mm-hmm. yes but yeah it's it's done it, it, was, it was okay
1: so what would you give it then
0: a six. right it's okay for the story if you're into the detective genre you know mm-hmm. but performance wise wasn't great see I feel like
1: yeah. I, I quite enjoy these type of games but it's about 10 hours long mm-hmm. and I think that's probably twice as long as I would want it to be Like, I feel like with these type of experiences, you want to be in and out relatively quickly. And I think 10 hours, I would get sick of it way before that.
0: Okay, Craig, over to you then. You have been fishing.
1: Yeah, I've got a pretty big list to get through this week.
2: Take Uh, a guess what fucking game he's going to talk about here.
1: (laughs) So last week I had said I was going to play quite a few games, which I have but I didn't get through everything that I had planned to. So I had to... Decisions had to be made. Mm. So...
0: What made the cut?
1: Well, what I did was I hung fire on the Christmas game. So Christmas Massacre and Lake Seasons Greetings. I've I've done everybody in the audience a solid, right? It's Christmas for us, but I understand it may not be Christmas for everyone, <laughs> right? Okay. Like Andy over here, fucking Scrooge, right? He's not got a tree up. So... I'm going to be nice and I'm going to give you all a week to get the fucking tree up to do the right thing <laughs> right? get your tree up and we'll reconvene this time next week and I'll talk about a couple of Christmas games and you'll have your tree up okay. Right? Okay. you'll all have your tree up mm-hmm. oh. so I didn't play either of those and I also didn't get round to Sociable Soccer 24 or Super Mario RPG but I do plan to at some point but um, one of the main reasons I didn't get to either of those last two games was because I get sucked back into Dredge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got a code sent through for the DLC. But I own the game on PlayStation and on Xbox. I 1000G'd it on Xbox. And although I own it on PlayStation, I hadn't played it on PlayStation yet. The code we got sent through was for PlayStation. I see. Right? What a dilemma. Yes. So I was like, right... Is this something you can just start from the main menu? Do you need to have played a certain amount of the game? What what's the script? So much like Andy did, I'll just load it up and find out, right? So it wasn't selectable from the main menu, so I s- start new game. I'll see if it's maybe it's it's maybe available straight after the tutorial. It kind of is. But by that point, I was in deep. <laughs> the gameplay loop is just so fucking addictive. And although I could go and do it, I was like, no, nah, I, need, I need to be a higher level. I need to upgrade myself first. Because to be fair, when you first start this game, you're as slow as a week in the jail. And the area you have to get to is like added to the map. So it's like a new area down in the south of the map. Okay. And in Dredge, whenever you're moving, time's passing. And so... You do need to upgrade a bit before you can actually reach where you want to go, the pale reach. I see, yeah. Uh, and so, 10 hours later, <laughs> when I've got 95% of the upgrades and I'm baw deep, uh, I finally reached the pale reach. And it's really fucking good. Like the whole game, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm glad that I did go back to it and spend this time with it because. Over the last sort of month or so, I have been making lists just to, like, oh, what's a list of the games I enjoyed this year? Like, starting thinking about Game of the Year and stuff like that. And because this came out so early in the year, like, I remember absolutely loving it, but, like, ten months pass and you're like, ah, I did love it, but was it actually that good? It fucking is that good. It's easily one of the best games this year and one of the most addictive games this year. Um, and the DLC, it doesn't seem like it's too substantial. I've seen people say you can finish it in maybe about two hours. Um, but it is a cool new area. It's like a, a sort of ice, like a, a South Pole sort of area where you get there's different fish, there's different equipment. Is um, there Santa?
0: Have you came across Santa yet? No,
1: unfortunately not. And I feel like that is a missed opportunity. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe by next week it'll have appeared. Maybe. Like, maybe they're on board with the whole Christmas starts next week. Um, but yeah, it's like normal people. <laughs> but uh, it's it's really cool. I highly recommend. Uh, the, I think the DLC is like a tenner or something like that. And um, yeah, I would I would highly recommend going all in on that.
2: This isn't a game pass one, aren't they?
1: not yet i mean I th- mm. it's the kind of game where i could easily see it coming at some point though, yeah. uh, and see if it does see honestly like I, I i totally get watching a video of it doesn't do it justice but see when you start playing it it's so difficult to put down it's so addictive okay so next up i've been playing assassin's creed nexus which is basically assassin's creed in vr and i'm only maybe an hour and i'm halfway through the second sequence it's a bit of a mixed bag it's it's really cool in many ways but it does have it does have that sort of VR jank that I think it's very difficult not to have in these type of games when you are like running around and exploring Mm -hmm. they have mitigated it as much as they could and They've done an admirable job, but, aye, there is there is a bit of weirdness. So you when you start off your Ezio, so you're back to the sort it's of Ezio, yeah, the back to the like original Capwell, absolutely, the 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 first iconic character, yeah, uh, and that's cool. See getting to go back and like see him and like embody him, that is very cool. And the graphics in the world are good. The character models not so much. And that is a sort of running theme with VR, like very often the character models aren't amazing, and it's definitely the case in here. Like to be fair, I'm playing on Quest 2 and it is out in Quest 3, so I assume they'll look a bit better, but there's fundamental problems with the characters that there's no way it just being sharper won't improve will improve, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um the comfort settings are brilliant. Like I've done the leap of faith and there's so many ways where that could just make you spew all over the room. It doesn't. It feels great. Mm. I, I honestly think you would survive a leap of faith.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like... Yeah. I'll have a shot. What's the, like, draw distance like when you're high up and...
1: Pretty good. It's pretty good. The, like like I say, the graphics in the areas is fun. Like, it, it is pretty detailed. The areas are quite small, mm-hmm. But I suppose that's to be expected. So each memory, you're in a different place. Um, I don't know which characters you all get to go. I know you, you go... you so you're Ezio to start with, and then you get to play through as Cassandra as well, and also fucking Connor from Assassin's Creed 3, although by that point you'd just be like, fuck off, Connor. <laughs> What's <laughs> fucking... <wrong> with Connor? <laughs> just Assassin's Creed 3 was not very good. Okay um but yeah so far really cool the art of see the hidden blade stuff so what you do is you actually have to flick your wrist like this and as you flick it you hold down the grip and you see the blade come out and then you can go up and start like it feels awesome that feels really good um, some of the sort of not puzzle stuff but like I don't know there's a part very early on where you're at Ezio and you go back into your room and someone's left a music box for you and you have to find two items to put in the music box and see there's there's quite a bit of things like that and it's just I don't know it's just tedious mm. like you're searching about a room for a fucking ornament to sit on top of a music box and you're like this is Assassin's Creed why the fuck am I doing this so there's definitely down moments as well um but for the most part i'm enjoying it i think they've, they've done it well they've they, the parkour is the thing i was most worried about and it's pretty good you if you parkour. run when you run <laughs> when you run forward you just hold a and he will automatically like jump between areas um and so it feels pretty seamless because obviously the concern is if you had to do it all yourself, you would just be falling over all the time, yeah, and probably. it would and it the, the whole thing with Assassin's Creed is it needs to have that rhythm, and it does. Um. So yeah, so far so good. Like I think I'm I'm interested to see when it comes to PlayStation VR because I think it will be well, I hope it will be a a pretty significant upgrade from Quest Two certainly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so far so good. This fucking next game. So we spoke about this coming out last week, it's Flashback 2, and I hadn't played or knew about the first game, I think, I actually took a bit of abuse about that online, Obviously, like, how can you not remember the original game? I don't fucking yeah, remember it. I think probably because I didn't have a SNES at this time, is why, but we saw, we watched a trailer for the new one coming out, and the world looked pretty pretty fucking cool like and see to be fair see the first 10-15 minutes of the game i'm like a pretty good experience like graphics are really nice the world i think looks really nice the gameplay it wasn't as responsive as i would like but some of the animation was quite cool but then it just it just fucking shits the bed like so it's 2.5d and the shooting's a bit finicky, and that is often the case in two point five d games because it's mm-hmm. hard to kind of judge the depth, but then all of a sudden the frame rate starts getting really bad, and at certain points it's like a flip book it just it's it's literally going at like ten frames a second hmm. I mean, you you look at like open areas. If if you watch a trailer, some of the open areas they've got like sort of, kind of neon lights, and it, it looks really well detailed. And I think part of the problem is that you look at bits like that and you go, "There's clearly been a lot of effort put into this game. Why is it so fucking bad?" There's a voice acting in it. There's a bit of voice acting. Some of it is just uh, subtitles, but then some of it is voice acted. Oh, hmm. they picked and choose what bits to do. Yeah. Some conversations you hear in full, some conversations you don't. But, what? I mean, things like that are weird, but you can almost, I, I don't know, I can square des- design decisions like that in my head. Okay, they didn't have the budget to do all of that. But the problem is everything in between. So, like, there's a part about 20 minutes in where there's a, a, quite a steep difficulty spike. Uh, there's no difficulty options, but you come out of a establishment and there's, like, 20 enemies coming at you and they just start shooting you. I managed to pick off about seven or eight of them, and then I died. And it takes a while to come up with a screen telling you you've died. When it does, you hit continue, and when you hit continue, your character basically just gets up from where they were with the same amount of enemies dead and the same amount of enemies alive in the same place, and you continue on. So no matter how shit you are at the game, you can basically just brute force your way through it. Because even if you just, even if you had a one to one kill death ratio, you would kill a guy, die, get back up, kill another guy, die. And this happens all throughout the game, even with bosses. So you go into a boss fight, if you can get into one, and you do 25% of his health and you die, you just hit continue and he gets back up and just goes again. So if that's the case, then what's the point in even dying? Because the death animation and then you loading it back up is just 20 seconds of fucking about for no reason. Hmm. Um, Like I said, framerate is a massive issue. I've not had many bugs so far, although I'm only about 45 minutes in, but I was watching the IGN review today, and it's not often that I'll recommend IGN these days, but this review is worth checking out. The guy is really well written, and it will show you enough to put you off this game for life. So, (laughs) at one point when this guy was playing it, he went into a boss area, and the boss didn't spawn. And so he's just running about this area, clearly where there's supposed to be a boss. And he's like, what the fuck am I going to do? So he reloads it. not nah, Reloads it. not nah. And then eventually he goes back out the area and goes up a sort of two staircases. The boss is stuck on the second flight of stairs.
0: Oh, wow. The
1: boss has got stuck coming down the stairs. Don't know why he was in the stairs, but the boss was stuck. remember that was part of the game. No, nah, not. It's not. <laughs> So then it shows him. He spe- He says, I spent, I spent 45 minutes trying to melee the boss down the stairs <laughs> into the fucking area where I can fight him. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, he had to give up, right? Just fucking give up. And he said, and then all of a sudden, I saw there was a patch for the game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great, there's a patch, loaded it up. And he says, brilliant, the boss did actually appear. But all the boss did was detour straight past him and just start trying to go through a wall at the other side to get out. I think this is this is actually
2: what's happened is he's selected the pacifist mode. That boss didn't want to fight him at all. He just wanted out of there. Then, that's, a, that's, a, that's a new
1: mode in this game, the pacifist mode. So then he apparently spends about half an hour just shooting the boss, but nothing's happening. You can't kill him. So then he manages to get in between it and kick it over to a bit of electricity, which finally kills it.
0: I mean, that's a challenge. Yeah, it's, no, no.
1: It's, <laughs> un- well it's completely unacceptable. Like, I'm not, I'm not... I'm not blaming Microids here, but they're the publisher, and they have obviously allowed this game to be put out in a state that is just completely unacceptable and it's the second time this has happened last week we spoke about remember we put out a Tintin game mm-hmm. I haven't seen it but apparently it's completely broken as well and it's the same publisher again mm-hmm. like I, I just I don't know why these games have been allowed to be released like it's we'll speak about another one in a minute but it's honestly as if people have seen the Gollum game and went hold my beer <laughs> like why when that Gollum game came out there should never have been competition for worst game of the year but then that fucking King Kong thing came out and this isn't on that level because when it works it looks nice and it's it's not terrible but it doesn't work and I don't know how many patches it's going to have before it possibly will but this was not the worst game that I played over the last week (laughs) wow which is saying something. I have also played The Walking Dead Destinies. What you're looking at, Andy, you might think is a low-resolution video. Not so. This is the graphics. It's somewhere between PS2 and PS3 level, I would say, with the animation leaning more towards PS2. Oh dear. The premise is good. You play through some of the biggest moments in the first, I think it's four seasons, and you get to sort of recreate oh, four them. Four seasons, mm-hmm. Which is a great idea, in theory, if it was made by people that knew how to make computer games. And that sounds harsh, but it's honestly, I just... <sighs> Look, this is coming from a guy who... What <laughs> the this is coming from a guy who is going to play Christmas Massacre, right? But that is a budget title, and it's aiming to be like sure. PS, PS1 levels. Yeah, it's aiming to be shite, basically, right? And it's fucking eight quid, right? This is £40. It's a £40 release. So not full price, but not fucking far off. And it's, it's a shambles. Like, it runs at about 20 frames a second the graphics are really poor the animation is awful the way the characters run it's it's just I, I don't know what they were doing with it I really, really don't know what they were doing with it there's screenshots kind of about online that are just is that
2: supposed to be oh my god the, I, the characters
1: don't look very good it's the stuff of nightmares <laughs> I mean it's just see the thing is as well right I had a look and it's apparently about 3 or 4 hours long I will play through it right like I'm morbidly having enough fun with it Like it's it's one of those almost so bad look I'm crawling Uh at 2 frames a second it's one of these games that I'm having like fun with the fact of how bad it is but it's easy for me to say that we got this we get sent this game right we got this game for free if yeah. I paid forty pounds for this, you'd I would be fucking burning the house. I imagine down.
2: you can only maybe afford like one game a month or whatever and you blow it on that, Aye. you'd be fucking raging with yourself.
1: And that's that's what annoys me. Like three, four hours, how bad can it get? Aye, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that. And it seems like a pretty easy platinum as well. Fine, that's that's no issue for me. But if people have been expected to pay money for this, some people have been duped into paying money for this. Because they're like, oh, Walking Dead. I love the Walking Dead. You won't fucking love this. They're trying
2: to do choices like the.
1: Yeah, the the whole the whole thing is that uh, the key moments in the first four seasons you can rewrite.
2: Right. The premise. Cool.
1: Very cool premise, but the execution is fucking horrendous. Horrendous. But you'll get your trophies out of it. Aye, of course. (laughs) Uh, In some weeks, this could have been the worst thing I played, but um, it's a very special week, uh, given the last two games we just talked about. This game isn't terrible, it's just, it's very double A, and it's not really mine or many people's type of thing. It's called Barton Lynch, who I presume is a professional surfer. Uh, It's called Barton Lynch Pro Surfing.
2: Yeah, I love how they put the name in, as if we know.
1: Uh, oh, he's a big name on the oh, scene. Oh, this is the Barton Lynch game? Yeah. Oh, gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give he's a huge name on the scene. Uh, and I don't really know what to make of it. Part of it is quite fun. Like, it's, it's that sort of art of playing something that you've never played anything like before. Do you know what I mean? But it's too sim-like. I think if, if they'd leaned more into the arcade and it was easier to pull stuff off, I think it could have been really fun. But, I mean, you you need to get pretty good at it before you're not just wiping out on every fucking second wave. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's difficult. Like, I've managed to pull off one Superman skill move, but every other one I've not stuck the landing. And I did play for, like, an hour or two. So, I don't know. I it's a cool idea and it's not a terrible game but i just i, I can't see there being but you think the for this. water
2: physics for a game for surfing you think there would big you would
1: think they would concentrate on good water physics and make it look decent that doesn't look very good it doesn't look great i watched a few trailers beforehand and in the trailers it did almost look photorealistic but then when you load it up nah, absolutely it not it does not definitely not no no nah. um like i said not terrible if you are into surfing I mean this is probably your fucking lot because how many surfing games come out? But aye, I don't know. <laughs> it's not it's not terrible. If you're if you're intrigued, maybe check it out. But I it's not something that I'll be playing for a long time, I wouldn't say. Um played more like a dragon. Guiding the man who erased his name. I don't want to speak too much about it because we're going to do record some audio with Callum about it. But I just want to, the only thing I want to say about it is I'm really enjoying the quirkiness of it. Like, it does take a lot to get used to with the heavy reading of dialogue and stuff like that. But it's fun getting to play like an open world game like this where it's like, I don't know, like it's made by Japanese developers and it's very Japanese. It's like a total different perspective. And although some of it is serious, they really do lean into the sort of just stupidity of it all. Like, there's all these little weird miscellaneous side jobs you have to do to get a person that you're working for street cred up. And, um, like, sometimes it involves, like, stupid things like there's homeless people. And the guy will be like, oh, I really want a Pepsi. And you've got to go to the convenience store and buy a Pepsi for him. It actually has Pepsi as well. And then you just give it to him and that completes that side task. And I'm like, that's just so weird. You wouldn't get that in, a, in like a GTA, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and there was also this, I found this one really bizarre, but there was like one when I walked up to like a, a public toilet and I walked up to the cubicle door and you hit X and it comes up saying man about to piss his pants, Right. And the guy's going nuts because he wants toilet roll. And I'm like, if you're going to piss your pants, just piss in the toilet, you fucking lunatic. But again, you've got to go to the convenience store and buy him toilet roll and take it to him. Oh, and this he says that kind of piss, I don't want any part of. He gives, he gives you 5,000 5, yen for it. 5,000. I but have yeah. no idea what that is the equivalent of, but it's probably not enough. Probably not a lot. But no, I, like I say, I am really enjoying it, but I'll have a, a sort of spoiler cast with Callum that down the line. And yeah, the last thing I played was only 20 minutes of it or so because I'm waiting for the console release, but it's American Arcadia. I played a bit of it on PC. This game is fucking cool. It's so much up my alley. Like, I just, I want to hold off for trophies and achievements, but it's so fucking cool.
0: Is this the sort of, like, Truman Show-esque yes. one? Yes, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's so cinematic. I love the way, like, it... Like I said, I've only played, like, maybe 20 minutes of it. I don't want to get too far in. I know it's quite a short game. It's only about four hours long, but just... It's got such cinematic, like, transitions. The art style is beautiful. It really reminds me of Virginia, which is a game I don't know... I know you won't have played, Jess, but you might have played I'll Andy. Play the, yeah. yeah. The art style reminds me of that, but it's more detailed. The voice acting's really good. The this even like in the opening 20 minutes it's just so intriguing like this world that's sort of been monitored the whole time and there's like you're having like flash forwards i suppose to um your character like talking about his life before he tried to escape or whatever um it's just it's really really fucking cool um i know this is on a few people's radars but I don't think it'll be long before there's a console release. And as soon as it's out, I, I can't recommend it enough. Like, it, it looks, I, I think it looks like a real memorable experience. So, yeah, I, I think it'll probably be early 2024. But when it comes, definitely go on that.
0: Okay, thanks, Greg, for working so hard for us. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to this week's news.
1: News, news. I
2: was believing this. I'm bringing you the news that your digging team always.
0: First up, Sony has officially announced The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. It will launch on January 19th and will feature graphical improvements, brand new roguelike survival mode, and the ability to explore some cut content. If you own The Last of Us Part 2 on PlayStation 4, you'll be able to upgrade to the remaster for $10 slash whatever that is in the UK. Um, This falls in line with Sony's previous upgrade paths for titles like Ghost of Tsushima, What's more, you can transfer your save data from the, P- the PlayStation 4 version. Um, But yeah, so what does Sony have in the pipeline for 2024? Is the Part 2 remaster partly there to plug a gap, do we think?
1: Possibly, because they've not really announced much. Mm. But I think it's something that was always going to come. Like, I'm just glad it's a £10 upgrade and it's not. Like, I wouldn't have put it past them to try and charge us, like, full whack for it. Like, it's still not something I'm going to play. I don't know. Like, I love The Last of Us, but it's, still just, it's just getting overkill with yeah. it. Like, I'm...
2: Yeah, I think that.
1: Like, at some point down the line, I will want to replay The Last of Us Part 2, and when that time comes, this is the version I'll play. But I still haven't played, like, The Last of Us Part 1 remake. Ah. You played through it. Yeah. But, like, I've, I've still not played that. Like, I just... I don't know. It's just it's just getting too much. The last one's part one's my favorite game ever, but I just I can't with this. It sounds cool, like the fact there's cut content. Like I'll be interested to see that. Like see what that is involved. What is involved in that when it comes time for me to play it? And a new a new mode. Like at least there's new stuff in it, and it's only a ten quid upgrade. Fine. Like I've I've got no issue with the release itself, but. I'm. I'm just no. I'm. I, I. couldn't. I'm. There's no way I'm playing this in January. Like, I, I. I think there is a possibility that they're using it to plug the gap. Like, I mean, you think about it. Naughty Dog did put out the last of his part one, which had a fair bit of work into it. It's a remake. Had a fair bit of work into it, but they're now bringing out this, which has less work into it the Factions game is
0: M.I.A.
1: Aye, completely (laughs) M.I.A. And you look at it now and you go when like this originally came out in 2020 when are we going to get the next new Naughty Dog experience? I wouldn't be surprised if it's another three years away. No. Spending too much time on all this crap. I just and games have
2: already come
1: out, man. I'd like to think they haven't spent a lot of time on this. I don't think they have spent that much time. I I still maintain that I think the last of us part one was unnecessary and it took up time that they could have been spending on something new. But, I I don't know. I it's it's not for me. And I get that a lot of people are excited about it, and it's 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 a decent. I think it's decent value as long as you can do the upgrade. Hmm. But no, I've not interest. Um, in terms of Sony for 2024 I think at the Game Awards we're going to get an announcement of the God Award DLC that's been kind of rumoured and I wouldn't be surprised if that is like a sort of March-April release, something like that Mm. Uh, and then we'll just need to see what they've got, but uh, I, I do think, I think this would have came anyway, but I think it's a convenient way to plug the gap between first party releases
0: yeah Makes sense. Um, VR development team Endreams has been acquired for $110 million. The buyer, Aeonic, describes themselves as a diversified video gaming group who previously invested $35 million into Endreams for a minority stake but with this acquisition it now has bought up the team entirely. Endreams has previously released Fract, Synapse and Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord.
1: They're a cracking development team. Uh, really good. They make good games. So I don't know much about these people that have bought them, but the sort of information that's been out there is that this is going to give them more money to do more. Yeah, so I'm impressed. all I'm all for that because they are one of the best VR developers around. I think Ghostbusters was a little bit hit and miss, but but yeah, Fract and uh, Synapse were excellent. So
0: thanks to a reference made on a LinkedIn profile that surfaced, um, sort of revealed that both Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2 and Borderlands 4 are in development. Uh, On the profile of a senior technical and production director who worked briefly for Gearbox Software on contract, it's revealed that he supervised employees working on a few titles amongst which were Borderlands 4, UE4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderland 2, UE4.
1: Yes, uh, that was what was listed down, which must mean Unreal Engine Four. But I don't understand at this point if they're making two new games, why they wouldn't be using Unreal Engine Five. I suppose maybe if this was from a while ago and maybe it's been moved over or something like that. But I mean, you'd assume that these games are probably still a year or two out. So I wouldn't, you wouldn't like to think that I don't know something two years from now is going to come out on. Unreal Engine 4 but it makes sense like I mean Borderlands is fucking huge it always sells really well and I think Tiny Tina did fairly well Mm. and it's a spin-off of Borderlands so they'll probably want to keep it going so yeah makes sense
0: So some fear spread online over the last week that the Warner Brothers published, monolith-created Wonder Woman game would be a live service release. This fear wasn't without foundation and fairness, given Warner Brothers said recently that they plan to rip the arse out of consumers with many live service offerings over the coming years. However, speaking to IGN, a Warner Brothers rep said the following... Wonder Woman is a single-player action-adventure game set in a dynamic open world. This third-person experience will allow players to become a Diana of Themyscira and introduce an original story set in the DEC universe while also featuring the Nemesis system. Wonder Woman is not being designed as a live service game.
1: That's good then. I I mean, I'm not... Into Wonder Woman or like that, but I think the game could be quite cool. Like Monolith made those Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of what was the two games? Did you play any of them? Andy? Shadow of the first Yeah, yeah,
2: was... I played the Shadow of Mordor. It was really, really good. That was the first one, wasn't it? Shadow yeah. of
1: Mordor, and then
2: for some reason I didn't get into the second one. Mm. But the mechanic of uh...
1: the nemesis system, yeah, that
2: was fucking awesome. Actually, that was pretty cool. Like you, one guy kills you and then he gets fucking ranked up Aye. into the army and it becomes harder to kill the next
1: time. Yeah, That that was pretty cool. Aye, it's a really cool concept and obviously they said they're bringing that to the Wonder Woman game, yeah. which makes, I mean, like I said, I'm not into Wonder Woman, but I think it could be implemented really well and make it interesting yeah. enough that you would want to play it.
2: And the, the fighting system was really good actually,
1: it was like, enjoyable. I just remember it being enjoyable, actually yeah.
2: fighting all the, the orcs and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to hear this isn't live service because I I do think it's got a lot of potential.
0: Um, And last main bit of news, Crafting, the developers behind PUBG, has announced its next big game, an extraction shooter named Project Black Budget, which is scheduled to launch in 2024. The announcement came during their their latest financial call where the developer revealed that the game will be coming during the second half of 2024.
1: They need to fucking calm it with these extraction shooters. I, there was a, Someday, someone in the gaming industry has put out a memo and went, extraction shooters is what's going to take over from Battle Royale. Pass it on. <laughs> and people keep releasing extraction shooters and they keep not doing very well. But other people keep going, no, honestly, it is. It's going to take off to whatever. It. And it's, this is going, not no chance, but it's a bad move. They need to, I don't know, everyone's so desperate to get the next Fortnite, the next big thing, and they're convinced the extraction shooters are it, and I don't think they are.
0: Um... And a few other little bits just to mention. So known leaker Daniel Richman who we just found out is a real guy with Patreon has taken a shit in Playstation fans' kettles by suggesting that Wolverine is actually scheduled for for a 2025 release rather than next year. Don't Don't know where his source is but
1: I've never, I'd never heard of the guy before this week, but cents. apparently he's reputable.
0: Mm. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 and the Lord of the Rings Gollum have had trials added to PlayStation Plus Premium, the highest tier of Sony's service. Um, Baldur's Gate can be sampled for two hours, while Gollum allows one hour of playtime, which is probably all you need to yes. realise that. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> it's
2: more than you need. <laughs>
1: there's, there's no way that somebody at PlayStation hasn't had a bit of a lull with that going, mm. right, the game's the year's best game and the year's worst game let's add them as a trial at the same time and see what folk think that absolute fucking brass neck of giving you an hour's trial of Gollum like Uh you give people like fair enough see where like Baldur's Gate 3 that's fucking perfect because it's the type of game that a lot of people like wouldn't normally play Mm -hmm. but they've heard that it's one of the best games of the year so you Mm -hmm. go that's not a usual genre I'd play but I'll fucking check it out for two hours and God knows how many people will be lured in with that and go, holy fuck, this is amazing and they'll buy it. Mm -hmm. Nobody's playing Gollum for an hour (laughs) and then going, get some more of that. (laughs) Like, what (laughs) the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) I (laughs) don't (laughs) know. It's all
2: Because that's the whole purpose. The whole purpose is you want to tease people and then go, fuck, I need this.
1: People are not going to want Gollum in their lives. No. No fucking way. Like, if I had 10 games that I'd made, and eight of them are good and two of them were shite, and they were like, right, what games do you want to put trials of? I'd be like, anything but the two shit ones, because Uh. that's not a good look. And it's not going to (laughs) make anybody buy anything. Like, I genuinely wonder, is it possible that this golem game came out, it's fucking awful, right? Nailed on for worst game of the year. But, hold, hold on. All of a sudden, King Kong appears. And he's like, I'll fucking fight you for worst game of the year. Mm -hmm. Then Flashback 2 comes out And it's not the worst game of the year but it doesn't fucking work Then this Walking Dead Destiny's game comes out And goes, I'll fucking do you Right? And all of a sudden There's contenders for worst game of the year So the Gollum developers And publisher have went, fuck yous, Get a fucking trial on the Playstation store More folk will play it, they'll know how shite it is And we'll get that award We want this crown (laughs) Nobody's kind and of muscling in an hour. Worst game of the year award. Get it's a cool. trial in the store. Get a trial. That'll fucking teach them. There's quite a few clangers this year when you mention all of them, mm. isn't there? I mean, it could end up being an award at the end of the year for us. Mm-hmm.
0: Make sure you're subscribed.
1: Especially now that we can fucking sample Gollum for an hour. Mm-hmm. We'll leave that to you. <laughs> I'm all over <laughs> Take the fucking hit for the team.
0: Yeah. Uh, Robocop Rogue City is Nacon's best launch ever. It registered 435,000 players in its first two weeks on the market.
1: Well deserved.
0: Yes, well done. And lastly, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is getting a closed alpha test between November 30th and December 4th.
1: I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> like, the game's been delayed for like about six years. And it's now about three months from release and it's an alpha test, Mm -hmm. which is usually what you would get about two years before a game comes out.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen with this. Yeah.
0: But that does tie us quite nicely into our gaming movie. It does. Because it's not an alpha test that we watched. That was
1: totally meant. It was Honestly. beta Mm -hmm.
0: Test. Um so yeah, that we're gonna move to our gaming movie segment where we will discuss the, the gaming related ish movie that we How watched How many
2: people do you think are gonna be going, oh god fucking watch the beta
1: test? <laughs> uh, hundreds. Do you think?
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, so there there are a few movies with this name. Um shockingly. Yes, but we watched the two thousand and Sixteen. Sixteen beta tests, maybe. So I'll uh I'll read the plot summary and then you'll you'll know if you watch the right thing. Um so beta test follows the story of a video game tester named Max Troy, great name, um, who receives a mysterious invitation to beta test, an advanced cutting-edge virtual reality game. As Max delves into the game, he quickly realizes that the lines between the virtual world and reality begin to blur a little bit uh, the game turns out to be a real life conspiracy and max finds himself caught in a dangerous web of intrigue and action as he investigates oh, sorry as he navigates through the challenges of the game max must uncover the truth behind the conspiracy and save himself from the real world consequences yeah
2: oh, max wow.
1: troy what
2: is the other guy's name again austin what
1: oh, creed Austin
2: Creed, Lawson Creed, holy fuck! Creed. It's almost like I was writing our first script and going, "What names that come up with?" And trying to think of the coolest names: Max Joy, Max
1: Joy, Austin Creed. Yeah. yeah, the names are quite something. Yeah. Kincaid. I yeah. feel
0: like it started off with an interesting concept, and it was. and it's an
2: interesting concept. Yeah. It's just not executed very well. It
0: was very similar to Gamer in that yes. sense that it was you know the. the Take control of somebody taken control of yeah
1: yeah, but the difference being that in uh, Gamer which was ironically made seven years before this you (laughs) were actually controlling a real life person whereas they said like you were on this one aye but presumably this was set in 2016 that's when it came out so that's presumably that's also when it was set Mm -hmm. but when you were like Mm -hmm. watching the guy play the game what he was watching was graphics it wasn't real yeah, and it looked like fucking. And it looked weird. fucking awful. Yeah, so that, it was not cutting edge at all. Obviously, budget <laughs>
2: restraints have limited what they could do with this.
1: Aye, but obviously. I'm just like it was obviously meant to be 2016. He's put the fucking thing in a wee, in a GameCube. Yeah, I've seen that. Like what? A fucking we? Fucking I don't know. A wee we, stick, wee wee flurry we, of are, decoration Aye, aye, aye basically, a flurry mm. of decoration over the top of it. Like the graphics looked fucking terrible. Little PS2 graphics, uh huh. Yeah, and it's
0: a shame because I suppose they could have actually made, like, I don't know, they given they probably had a smaller budget, they probably could have made some of that content better so mm-hmm. that actually it was more compelling. I don't know, yeah, because it they wasn't
2: d- really. And the way even the first time, what was it, the first time he came out of that house and into his car. I thought he's walking like a fucking NPC as well in real life. Mm-hmm. I thought, why are you doing that now? All of a sudden, why oh, he, oh he walked
1: like an NPC the whole time. I, eh? as, yeah, as he was being controlled. It was quite like stilted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, who,
2: that's the fucking best word for this, by the yeah. way, is stilted. Because stilted, yeah. the fight scenes and that was like so fucking stilted. Like there, there, was there was that cool bit. that it was, it's, I think it's like the longest fucking uncut. Cause you know the bit of the fight scene. Yeah, there stares? was there
0: was a fight. Yeah, a it's fight scene towards
2: long. the end that it was. It's the longest fight mm. scene uh, in fucking cinematic history in this fucking film. Because even old boy is only like three. And a half, in the, the trivia, it says old boy is only three and a half minutes long, mm. which is a quite a famous one where like a long shot of him fighting all these guys. Yeah. But this one's like fucking eight minutes. But when you're watching it, it's
1: like so fucking stilted. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's the like fight so scene was slow. horrific as well. Ah, it's so it was like what? punches were missing by a fucking mile.
0: It was like what? Yeah. watching really bad wrestling.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a guy, there was a bit, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a bit, obviously, this is done as one long take, and everybody's like, Where's my bit? Where's my bit? Uh-huh. Right? But there's a guy, he's down in the ground and there's a guy that goes to kick him but then he hangs, oh I'm not supposed to kick him yet and he hods back oh, and then he no. kicks him then he kicks him three seconds later so <laughs> it's never obvious that. that he was like fuck I'm not supposed to kick him yet yeah. And he, but he, he went for it because you could see it just a wee bit it's, yeah. not like, oh, not like, it's not so obvious but you can literally see him going oh, and then he's like oh fuck and then he goes, nah, kick him now.
0: I'm uh, mad.
2: They might messed the whole shot because that's know. like five minutes into the shot. I know, because I shot. do wonder
0: how many times they had to do
2: Yeah, they probably practiced cakes, a lot before they yeah. actually filmed
0: it. And I was watching during that scene, like I was watching in the background quite a lot being like, yeah. oh, something going like to move? I like because you see <laughs> all
2: you know, the guys just waiting doing yeah. that kind of, like, NPC hanging with are just floating going doot, doot, doot
1: do, in the I'm, background. Imagine being that guy in the post-production and they're looking at it and they're going, you fucked that there. We either yeah. need to take the hit on that or we need to record eight minutes again. Yeah. And this guy's just Nicola going, I'm really sorry, this my first gig. I
0: know, it was like, they yeah. seem to win in Die Hard when they realise the ambulance isn't in the, the van. Yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. fuck, we've fucked the whole <laughs> movie. I <laughs> know. Um, yeah. Max Troy, did you find him to be a relatable gamer?
2: No. No, why the fuck is he wearing gloves? <laughs> When have you ever put on a pair of gloves to play a game? Fingerless gloves at yeah. that.
0: When what the purpose point? did they serve?
2: Exactly. What, what, what extra purchase did that give you? I feel like None. that would
0: make your hands actually sweatier. And yeah, so, I don't understand it. Yeah. And
2: he's blown his fingers as if he's a fucking like, maverick of some sort, you know what I mean? A maestro. So, a fucking gaming maestro blowing his fingers.
0: <laughs> and, and they didn't. In, they but, introduced him like as some sort of, like... You know, he had, he had the all these and... accolades on yeah. the wall, certificates yeah. all po- postered in uh-huh. his living room. As, as soon as
1: it cuts to him for the first time, they want you to be in absolutely no doubt as to who this guy is. They show you all his stuff on the wall, then he gets these fingerless gloves out, which are the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he then proceeds to turn around and fondle a Nintendo 64 and a NES... Before he sits down. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was weird. Very yeah. weird. That was weird. Very weird. Hands inside the cartridge and all sorts. Uh, the cartridge slot. It was bizarre. Really bizarre. And then the worst part of the whole bit was that he's got these fucking gloves on. And then he goes and makes a pizza. And he comes back and he starts eating the pizza with the fucking gloves on.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: Mm. Stupid, it's but it's, it's about daft, and that that brought me to a thing where I don't know how. Well, I, I suppose I probably do it with yourself, Jess, but like eating while gaming. I don't do that. Oh man, eat I your dinner and then pause it. Exactly. Come I back. just like this is this has always been a sort of thing where like gamers are sort of seen as if they're, like, they're eating Doritos and then they're playing with their controller and you stuff like that. You can't even really do that, but like I just I don't understand it. Like I. The only thing I would ever eat while I'm gaming is maybe, like, a bar of chocolate, but I would have the wrapper of the chocolate over yeah. the fucking you go chocolate. You don't want
2: your controller getting all greasy, I know you mean. Exactly. But he seemed to be, like, touted as some sort of, like, I thought he was some sort of games designer, but then he just, like, comes across as some gamer.
1: Aye, that's like, they just, just, just...
2: gives them tips to go. Maybe you should make him be able to run here or like give my give them an entry inventory. Uh, like that, like he just, just a like really helps good, do he's wee just mods. A really
1: good beta tester. And he
2: helps just do wee. Aye, like I Well, yeah, that would make sense. Actually, good point. <laughs> yeah, is just a good beta. Te- <laughs> that's what it should have been called,
1: the good beta tester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I did not get it.
0: I, I just feel like a lot of the dia- dialogue, like. Tried hard to make him sound gamer like, but it just came off as really cringy. Yeah,
1: and then oh, massively cringy.
2: But then that awesome Creed guy, the way he was talking was all very,
1: like very kind of gruff, yeah. whispery. And it not like really even work out
0: his accent as well. It sort of, changed yeah, it was weird. Quite a bit. Uh, no, at was... certain
1: points, it seemed like Australian. It was yeah, weird.
0: but the, he so he was like some sort of head of security or something like that.
2: Development, I kind of thought like he'd help develop all the stuff because he was developing it for like military use or something like that. And yeah. then that's when that guy came aboard.
0: But
1: that's then, why I didn't understand. That guy, the guy, the bad guy, seemed to want to use it for military use as well. And then Orson Creed seemed like he wasn't happy with that. And I'm like, but that was your idea.
2: No, I don't know what was No, going he on.
0: wanted to use it, Orson Creed wanted to use it for military purposes, but the other guy wanted to make it more about gamers and the players, but, but inevitably they would use it for bad things, so mm. I think that's why they were in dispute, but I, it wasn't clear, has to be said. No. The the dispute wasn't, no, I didn't find it clear. Really.
2: And um, that that guy, the Kane guy, the guy, the kind of bad guy who's on the phone talking to him, mm-hmm. His acting was shocking. The guy with the long hair. Shocking. One of
1: the worst actors I've seen in a film ever. Not
2: even the acting, the whole casting of him just was not right. No. It didn't suit... That part didn't suit him. For one, he's wearing... For, so he's like, essentially the right-hand man of the main bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. But he's wearing fucking combats and fucking... Uh, uh, like. A bulletproof jacket you know what I mean and it's like, and he's got this long straight dark hair and the worst wee goatee that is groomed to perfection Aye. and it's just it does not suit what the character should be like for that kind of character it should be like a almost a menacing kind of person wearing yeah. a
1: suit you know what I mean he looked like he should have been in the room
2: it did kind of, right? <laughs> but his acting As in was the movie, so bad, the
0: Room, just
2: yeah. in case anyone doesn't get that reference. Honest, honestly, the acting was shocking. Yeah, the, so the, just... the first wee monologue he gave on the phone, yeah. I was like, Is this a joke? Yeah. This is satire.
1: This is shocking. Surely his IMDb page could fit in a napkin. Mm. Yeah, let's find out. There's no way that he's been asked back for anything. Mm. This
2: isn't an advertisement for his. His abilities, that's for sure. That's, mm-hmm. This was really bad. Yeah.
0: Were, were there any standout characters or no. Um, no. performances? No. no, there really wasn't. Well,
1: see, when you're talking about characters, right? I don't know, Andy, if you came to this conclusion as well. Uh, me and Jess certainly did, but then it didn't really play out. See the woman that Troy was talking to, that Max Troy was talking to, mm-hmm. the tech support woman. yeah. Did you think she was an AI? No. The whole time he was talking to her, the way she spoke, I was like, she's not a real person, she's an AI. But then, at the end of the film, you don't even know if he gets to meet up with her. No. They don't even fucking show you her after that. And you're like, oh, so, yeah, that's did right. you just get together? Did you just know it? what the fuck happened?
2: Yeah did you miss that bit he saved her
0: he saved her life and he was gonna you know tell her that and sure why didn't why didn't we see that then? i don't know it was definitely a missing part yeah and
1: also so there was so many like i don't know like continuity errors like at one point so before he goes to the before he controls what's the guy's name Orson. Orson. Before he, before he controls Orson to go to the bank, right? hmm You hear on the news that there's a bank robbery in progress. Oh. So when he turns up, why is there no fucking police there? There's nobody there. He just walks into the bank. There's no fucking... There's nobody there at all. Then, Wait, to be fair, do you not see him just going to the bank in the game world? Yeah, but you see him walking about, like, trying to find different entrances and stuff like that. Like, there's no police there's there. No pl- then... <laughs> So he, he does whatever he does in the bank, takes the money, and when he leaves, when he drives away in the car, that's when you hear the police cars coming. And you're like, right, well, that's clearly half an hour after the, it's been in the fucking news, so where have you been? He then drives around the corner and stops, and then the uh, Max Troy goes through, sees it all... Uh, sees the TV and on the TV, is one of the victims, talking one of the victims being interviewed. Literally two minutes later, uh-huh. and I'm like, "This happened like fucking a minute and a half ago." Why is I this caught
2: woman that now well. been
1: fucking interviewed outside yeah. the
2: place? I caught that as well because that would be like hours later. Yeah. The police are going to have to talk to first before the fucking reporters. You know what I mean? The reporters don't get first dibs in the fucking hostages. That's the se- way it works. In a
1: second, Sergeant, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I, I think you'll find my press pass. Yeah, I've got authority here. <laughs> and,
1: and then, and then as well, then he goes <laughs> to the school, and his whole thing at the school is you have to protect the school shooter. Mm-hmm. And, and he drives he That just, doesn't get resolved. Actually, don't know. He just gets in the car and fucking drives off. And That's I'm like, right. I, was I like,
2: thought he was going to drive to the start, and he was assuming he was going to jump out the front uh, door. And you're right. Actually, that doesn't even get resolved. He, he just, just drives, fucks
1: drive, off. He just drives <laughs> away, and then the guy phones him <laughs> up and he's like, "Aye, ah, ah, he, you did well. I'm
2: you like, did no. Well.
1: He's, he didn't He's left him back there."
2: No, that's, that's a bit weird. And, yeah. and also,
1: sorry, and also in that scene, I was like, when they started shooting up the school, I'm like, that's a bit fucking heavy mm. for a film like this. And I thought, it's going to turn out that he wasn't actually shooting up the school and it was just like... A test. A test eye. No, but it no, No, the it fucking is. kids were
0: murdered. Yeah. Yeah. It's the moral ambiguity in a lot of it that, I, that baffled me as well. So like, when orson those two scenes that you just mentioned the bank robbery and the school shooting like orson creed when he's being controlled you know he's Mm. quite emotional about having to the thought of having to shoot somebody this presumably is his first death or first killing um and you know he, he wells up he's quite emotional about the whole thing but then there's the eight minute long absolute annihilation spree that
1: well, I, I think okay, he's... But those are baddies that have his wife. No,
2: but I think there's a bit... I think he, he's an ex...
0: Soldier or something. Yeah, I think there's but a wee he, bit say still, that says that. But even still, it's like... I don't know, knowing he's been controlled to shoot this, he wasn't okay with, but when he's in control and doing it, that's ah, fine, I'll just kill them all. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, there's a lot yeah, of that.
1: there yeah. definitely is And that. then
0: also, as the player, Max, Troy, again, you know, once he realises, actually, I'm killing people when I'm playing this game but then Mm -hmm. at some points he's like actually no this is fine I'll just do it it, without much of a thought. No no,
2: really it doesn't take him much no. No.
0: And for me it was how. Then he becomes CEO doesn't even get jail Aye.
1: Why has he become CEO? (laughs) I know. He's He's a nobody better. Aye it makes no sense. A fucking
0: game
2: tester has became like just it's it's so baffling I mean, there's so much pre like there's so much promise in the idea as well. Yeah. Like yeah. the idea's good. Mm-hmm. It is good. Obviously, it's good because they've made multiple films.
1: We watched one in the last fucking week, and this yeah. exact same idea. I mean, this thing had apparently a budget of less than two million. So. Mm. it's difficult to do a lot with but i I feel they could have tried harder
0: yeah a couple of uh, review Mm. quotes that i've got here m says could have been a good movie but had very limited budget for an action movie making very lame and lacking and this one i quite liked at first it looked like it would be an average level movie with a half decent plot but moving through moving throughout the movie everything changed from somewhat good film it became a low budget plot less porno without the porn
1: Aye, it was a bit porny without the porn. <laughs> yeah, that that guy with the the tash, he would have worked well. His bulletproof vest would have been more useful in a porno, I think.
2: And it like they obviously know each other from the army days, but you don't feel that. Like, there's supposed to be some, you were like a brother. Like when they're fighting,
0: yeah. you yeah. were like a
2: brother.
1: Were you? Aye, because he didn't seem like you <laughs> Because you, you really other.
2: don't seem as if there's much going on there at yeah. all. You know
0: it was I mean? only an
2: hour and a half. They had a lot to f- squeeze in. Oh, and they, they tried to squeeze it in. <laughs> they really did. I, I just, I was watching this, going like, "Thank f- Another one of those films. I'm watching it, and I'm looking at the runtime, going, "Thank fuck!" Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank fuck! This is only 90 minutes of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't need subject hair to this one. Been thank Christ! You see if I'd have up the next week and watched the exact same fucking film, <laughs> she would have <been> <laughs> <laughs> fucking killed me.
1: <laughs> Jared Butler's not in this. <laughs> one. Exactly.
2: I got to leave with Jared Butler because he, he's fucking absolute. This man would not have flown no, at no, all. No.
0: no, no. Right, let's pie and get this over with.
2: Fucking one. This one. is my first one in a way, was it? No, this is a
0: um, one. Maybe it was bad. A one for me, dude. Aye.
1: Yeah. Okay. One. Mm. <sighs>
0: ah, it was bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um.
1: I don't so- know. I feel like we've watched worse. But aye. And I'm, uh, I'm I'm worried that we've watched something that's worse that we didn't all give a one to. But uh, I know it was bad that I won. Nah, it's a one
2: because I'm I'm in my head. I'm going, but they tried. It was a really good. They, they tried hard, but that doesn't matter. Still, <laughs> it just, they still they still <laughs> failed. Sometimes
1: doing your best doesn't get
2: it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> the pat in the back doesn't get you fucking worldwide gross?
0: Yeah, similar to this week, our choice for next week has been released multiple times with the same name. So we are going for 2006. Okay. The one with Michelle
2: Trackenberg, which was Buffy's sister.
0: Yes. Black Christmas 2006. There is a remake. They remade it. So make of that what you will. That's
1: how good it is. (laughs) Because next week we are bringing Christmas to you. Christmas Massacre will be reviewed the game and black christmas it'll be officially christmas next week get your trees up get your fucking tits out let's go <laughs> <laughs> andy love his tree up
2: it's an next rate at christmas mm-hmm.
0: and with that i don't know how to follow up from that craig there's it's, no follow-up yep, needed that's get it get your tree out yep Enjoy the rest of your week and we shall chat again very soon
1: bye